Hi, this is Jack Dyer, and this is Caller Go Ahead, a show made up of voicemails left by listeners at 702-546-6329. Enjoy the show. Hey, uh, this is Joe, checking in from the cabin trip. Uh, I couldn't call during the over the course of the weekend because we didn't have any service, uh, but I wanted to still kind of tell, talk about the weekend. It was I think it was better that we didn't have any service and just, like, nobody was on their phones and we all just were talking and playing games and drinking beers and it was, it was great. Um, and in the middle of the winter, you think, like, you might be cooped up or even you won't appreciate kind of nature or anything, but it was, it was so nice outside and it's, it's a different world in the woods. In winter, uh, we walked across a frozen pond. We were trepassing through a, a marsh, which you could never do. And it was just a great weekend. Um, we we just, uh, I wish I could do it over and over again. And just take take make sure you take time to to spend time with people you care about and people you have fun with. And people you can get drunk with and shoot BB guns and go sleigh riding with at any age and play board games till four in the morning and pass out all together in one cozy cabin before you have to go back to the real world. Okay. Love ya. Bye. Hi. Um, so I just, I, I just finished my book. I just wrote a book and I'm, I'm really excited, and and the people around me have been really supportive. It's my first book. I'm just so excited, and I uh, and I I I don't know. Just wanted to say it again. <laughs> I just wanted to say it again and again and again because I'm just so excited, I'm so excited. And I don't I don't think anything's gonna come of it. You know, I've got it laid out. I've got a whole like three series book series. And it's all hit out, but I just finished the first one, and it's so nerdy, and it's about time travel, and it's just, it's just, it's never going to be anything. But I'm so abhorrently bad at finishing things, you know, 22 years old. I, I went to school, but it was worthless. I'm doing something that I don't really love, and... And I, and I, uh, and now I've got this, this thing, this 200 page thing and it's all mine. And I, I did it. <laughs> and, um, and I just wanted to say it again because I'm so excited and I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really happy. Okay. That's all. Bye. Hi, Doug. This is Emma Rain in my host of Medicare. It looks like it's January, maybe 2015, probably 2015. I only have a couple of minutes. Do not attempt superluminal travel. Time is not linear. Do not attempt. I have a story. Um, this is about five or six years ago. I was in college, and I met this guy named Patrick. Uh, he, he and I had some mutual friends, and we started hanging out at this party got decently drunk, and then we went back to my place and made out for a little while, and then we fell asleep. Not a big deal. 
uh, fell asleep. He was laying on his back, and I was laying with my head on his, like, shoulder, upper chest area. So not long after falling asleep, maybe, like, half hour, an hour, I wake up because I feel something moving. And he's masturbating. Just going to town on himself, masturbating. So, like, seconds after I wake up and realize what's happening, he finishes. And then he gets up and he goes to the bathroom to get cleaned up, which is, like, ten feet away, mind you. So he gets cleaned up and he comes back out. And I'm just sitting on the edge of the bed in a daze trying to process what the fuck just happened. And he says, I shit you not. I could not pick this up. He says, well, I'm going to take off. And there might be some Patrick juice on your sheet. And then he leaves. Old Man River, that old man river. He must know something. He can't say nothing. He just keeps rolling. He keeps on rolling along. He don't plant taters. He don't plant cotton. And then when planted is soon forgotten. But old man river, he keeps on rolling along. I've grown weary and I've grown tired. I'm sick of living and scared of dying. But old man river, he keeps on rolling. I really miss the person that my mom used to pretend to be. Um, She has uh, been drinking too much for a really long time, but is in complete denial about it. Um, And I miss her. I haven't seen her in, like, getting on two and a half, three years. Um, And it's not because she can't see me. I mean, she's broke, but I've offered to pay to have her or at least help her come visit. And she says she really wants to, but the only rule has been that she can't drink while she's there because when she drinks, she's just so mean, so mean, just says, you know, I have all these awful memories of the horrible things she said to me, like unspeakable things. Like when she was drunk, she denies ever having said because you know, you know, no one wants to admit that they told their daughter to, you know, never speak to me again, just whatever. Um, but yeah, she, she won't come see me. And I'm scared that when I have children, they'll never meet her because the rule's still going to be there. So how are my kids ever going to meet their grandma if she can't just stop drinking for a couple days? I don't know. It's a bummer. Listen, what my coffee machine sounds like. Hey, Darren. Cargo head. It's um, 10.34 p.m. 
on a Thursday night in Burlington, Vermont. Or actually, my, it's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Um, it's about nine degrees out, and I'm currently sitting in the parking lot of um, the school library. I wasn't at the library. I actually just came back from a friend's house. Um, but the reason that I'm here is because I can't uh, use the toilet in my home right now, and I have to leave my house. Um, I've had to do this all day because my roommate is 20 years old, and I just found out that they've been flushing their tampons down the toilet. Uh, and I woke up this morning to an overflowing toilet. So every time I have to take a shit, I have to leave the house. Um, that's really sad to me. And so here I am. I'm sitting in the parking lot at school because I can't use the bathroom in my own house because my roommate has been flushing her tampons down the toilet. So the moral of the story is be a boy so you don't have to do this ever. Okay. Good night. Hi. Um, I'm currently driving. I just left New York City. I'm driving back home to Virginia from Massachusetts because I gave up the first weekend I've had in probably about four months to help my dad drive back a car for my sisters to drive after he wrecked his. It's just, it was a big complicated thing. And yeah, so I'm just kind of lonely and bored and a little sad because my family's been falling apart for like the last year and a half, more like I mean, it's been, like, years in the making, but my parents, like, got divorced back last winter, so things are getting weird. Um, They said that they're still, like, friends and whatnot, and that they're working together to, like, raise me and my sisters. I mean, I don't think I really need it as much because I'm almost 20, but, you know, they're still 16 and 15, so we're all going to work together to make sure they're okay. But, like, they just keep fighting about a lot of stuff. And, like, my dad's adamantly opposed to me going back to school. But my mom finally is, like, listening to herself for once and not just, like, being brainwashed by him. And it's just, like, finally my mom and I can get along, like, for the first time in, actually, yeah, first time forever. I feel like I can talk to her about just about anything and. Well, I mean, I even told her that I was proud of myself for honestly not killing myself this last couple of months. Um, because I have a big problem with depression and whatnot. And, like, but on the other hand, my dad doesn't even believe that depression's a thing. He doesn't think I should be studying engineering. Like, it's one of those things where he keeps just telling me what to do. And it's starting to break everything off. And I don't want to kick him out of my life. But she's leaving us, like, almost no choice. I just, I love my family, but everything's falling apart. It's really scary to watch, like, a car crash in slow motion. I just kind of wanted to say something, so I thought I'd call. Um... I once heard that loneliness is not being alone in a room. It's feeling alone at a party. It's feeling alone, surrounded by people. And I think that's the truest definition of loneliness that I've ever heard.
And by that definition, I think I've probably spent my whole life, to some extent, lonely. Not entirely, maybe not completely and, and always sad, but just lonely. Just not understood or not connecting by myself, in my head, a lot of it, even though it didn't always seem like I was in my head. It seemed like I was present. I knew how to fake it. I figured it out. But mostly I was just in my head. And probably the most incredible thing that can happen is meeting someone and suddenly, finally realizing you're no longer alone. Somebody else understands. Somebody else is in your head with you. It's like a feeling of magic. It's kind of like suddenly getting that letter from Hogwarts, that letter that, that says, it's okay. You're not crazy. You're not insane. You're not weird. You're not unlovable. You're not broken. You're okay. There's somebody else like you. There's somebody else who can exist in the place that you go. It took a very, very long time for me to get that letter. But it was the best thing in the world. And I'm guessing that I was not the only one feeling that sense of loneliness for that long. And... I'm guessing as well that other people are hoping or perhaps giving up hope on ever finding someone that makes them feel like they're not alone anymore. And so I'm leaving this message just to say, don't give up. It'll come. Just make sure you keep going out and trying and You'll find somebody who understands eventually. I can hear the traffic picking up outside my apartment. Uh, it's about 5 a.m. right now. Uh, it, it's it's kind of hard for me to keep track of that because, you know, that number keeps changing. It was, it was 4.30 a.m. It was 4 a.m. Uh, and I've I had the, the number dialed up in my phone for at least the past hour. I've been putting up a phone call for even longer than that. And I just, I have this like crippling anxiety and I just can't, I, I keep having my phone to keep it awake so that way it doesn't go to sleep. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I've been thinking about vulnerability a lot for the past night, for the past year. And, uh, like, like why, why do we spend so much time trying to obscure that? I mean, obviously I'm exposing one of my big ones right now, which is just like talking to anybody, especially on phones. Phones are the worst. But, you know, we're all guilty of obscuring this stuff. You know, online, it's really bad, but we do it in person as well. It's, it's a line that's harder to see when we do it in person, right? Because there's, there's this intimacy with body language that, you know, a socially inept person like me can, Confuse that for somebody telling you everything when really they're obscuring things. They're not, they're not telling you everything. And, you know, sometimes this shows up as posturing. You see that a lot with, you know, kind of younger people and you see 
you know, a lot of people present things through omission. You know, you, you never tell the full story, especially online. Online's really bad because you can more clearly see the dissemination of information about yourself. People don't say everything. And I don't, I don't know why that is. I, I think everybody is so much more interesting when you see like the fuller side of them, but we were so afraid of doing that. And I'm just, I'm so confused by that. I, I don't know. When, when you don't reveal your full self, maybe that, you know, it kind of puts people off a little bit. And maybe it's that weird self-defense thing, but I don't know. Also, Twin Peaks is dope. And Darren, you should totally make another Lunch Bulls unboxing video. Hey, uh, I don't really know what to say. Um, I'm in Washington right now, and I'm outside, and it's really, really cold, but the sky is clear, and the stars look really cool. I don't know why I'm calling. I think I just feel really weird. Like, you know... Uh, this guy is really big. <laughs> it's scary. Like, when you look up in the sky, you're literally looking into infinity. You're looking at thousand million infinity worlds and everything. And it's terrifying because it means nothing matters. Nothing matters. What you wore today... What war is going on, what TV show is being canceled, or whatever, none of it matters. You are just a drop in a cosmic ocean. I don't know. I, it's just really weird. Everything is terrifying, and everything is stupid, and nothing matters. This is really sad to say. I don't know what I'm doing. Go watch a TV show or something. So I was just listening to episode two. And so the woman who is really afraid, you know, who is poor and now has a wealthy boyfriend is really afraid that she's being a terrible person for him saying to stuff. Oh, my God, please don't beat yourself up. I, I feel so sad hearing that. Um, I, I'm in a similar position, but the reverse. Uh, my boyfriend doesn't make a lot of money, but he does what he's passionate about. And I make a lot of, you know, fools, that sounds funny. I don't make a lot of money, but I make a decent amount that works, and I end up paying for, you know, more than half and paying for some of this stuff. Please don't beat yourself up and, and try to think about the long term. Um, if you are, you know, if you're going to school, if you're getting your master's, you know, if all goes according to plan, it sounds like you'll have you know, a, a job with more income in the future and hopefully, you know, then you guys can kind of work something out where you feel more comfortable with what you're contributing. But, oh, my God, you are not a terrible person. This is just, you know, in the grand scheme of things, this is just kind of a, a smaller thing you have to work through and, uh, you know, a small piece of pie, if you will. So um, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. And, and I hope that you're able to talk to your boyfriend about this and, or through it. I'm rooting for you. So, uh, 
had a friend in high school who I liked a lot, and uh, she and I were, like, really, really good friends, like, almost best friends, and I think she liked me, too, but nothing ever became of it for some reason, and um, and one year, I think the last year of high school, I wanted to ask her out, kind of, but we kind of got into, like, an argument over something. So it never happened, and she kind of stopped talking to me. And though once in a while, uh, she'll message me randomly. And it's kind of weird because I, I dream of her sometimes. So every time I dream of her, she sends me a message the, ne- the next day. It's really weird. I don't know what, how to explain it. And, uh, it's been happening. I mean, it's also happened at high school. Like, I would dream of her, and the next day she sent me a message. And I don't know, it's just been happening a lot. And I just find it a weird thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) So maybe I should try to remember more often. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's it. Bye. Hi. I'm, I'm the um, the book writing rambler, which sounds like a really cool superhero, but I'm not that. So um, I I on the on the on the ringing part, I got really scared for a second that you would answer, and. Um, that would be really creepy. So please don't ever answer the phone when you're calling. I mean, I feel like people get up the courage to, like, call and leave this voice message where they're like, oh, maybe somebody will hear it, but, but nobody will have to hear it directly from me. So please just don't answer ever, <laughs> um, even though mine was positive. Um, I love this show, by the way. Uh, anyway, um, I I I meant to ask a question that I like to hear um, from people because I think it will be interesting. So my question is, if if you could do something that you weren't doing now, your your greatest passion, if you could do your greatest passion, well, like what would it be and why aren't you doing it? So that's just what I want to know from people because – because I want people to be happy, and um, and sometimes I don't know why people aren't chasing their dreams. So, okay, I'll leave again. I just I just wanted to know that. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes. We also post episodes to YouTube, individual messages to Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All of those are at Caller Go Ahead. And you can find all of our work at callergoahead.com. The show is made possible by the games we make, party games, super fight, and red flags, the miniatures game, Gatefall. You can find out about all of those at jackdire.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.